Not since the introduction of the Atari 2600 has the gaming industry been so full of suck. One man dares spit in the face of the QQ, Nerd Rage, and the fanboys themselves. Once again, it is time for the harbinger of games himself, Corpse a Lot. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Whatever happened to MMORPGs? That's a question I often ask myself, especially when uh, I'm doing a live stream or whatnot, and people are like, hey, Corpse, what do you think about the current state of MMOs? And I'm like, they still make those? I know, I know, I know that there are new MMORPGs, quote, heavy air quotes around that last part, <laughs> RPGs, right, I'll get into that in a second, I know there's some newer, quote, unquote, MMORPGs on the market or coming soon to the market, things like Crowfall and whatnot, and uh, yeah, I guess they're kind of keeping the MMO genre alive for the time being, but you know, it's just not quite the same now, is it? It's almost as if the only your only source for any kind of MMORPG these days is from some indie developer or from some smaller studio who, you know, as a side project, they really want to try to cash in on that 12-year-old World of Warcraft market. And, of course, you know, a lot of them try new things like, oh, destructible buildings or, oh, destructible terrain and requests. Whatever happened to that, huh? Hmm. Uh... It seems like a lot of that now where you have these these smaller or indie studios trying to revitalize the MMORPG genre. But the question remains, and the question I ask myself is, what happened? You know, was it burnout? Was it the uh, oversaturation of the market? I think that's probably very likely. But what exactly was it? And I don't know if I have any hard data to point to one thing or another, but just from my own personal uh, experience and from my own observations of what I've seen, it seems as though when it comes to the MMO genre, we, we're, we're kind of in a, in a place right now where the general consumer base, the, the, the general audiences, those whom the genre as a whole would be somewhat marketable to seems to have dwindled and I'm wondering if you know I, I said earlier I said you know it's probably saturation of the market which I think has something to do with it you know for those of you who don't know back when World of Warcraft was in its heyday we're talking Wrath of the Lich King era what year was that maybe 2008 ish nine ish somewhere around there uh, World of Warcraft was at its peak of popularity. Everybody and their grandmother, literally, were playing this game. Celebrities were playing it, and it was one of these. Th it was one of these things that, like, just was seemed unstoppable. And a lot of other companies wanted to get in on the action. So you had a lot of Korean-made MMOs coming out. You had a lot of other smaller American studios trying to put out something. And yes, it did oversaturate the market. Now. Normally, I'd say, well, competition is good. There's nothing wrong with competition. It makes the product better. But in the case of MMOs, it seems like a really odd scenario because there was only so much money to go around. And remember, a lot of these games, a lot of them wanted that subscription model. They all wanted your $14.95 a month to keep playing. And you started seeing games like Rift and uh, Wildstar eventually and games like that where 
they would say, okay, well, you know, you can spend $15 a month to play, or you can play the free version, which doesn't give you all the perks, but then if you want, you can pay the $15 a month and you'll get more character slots or more inventory space, or you'll level faster or what have you. Whatever little perks they wanted to give to those who were willing to dish out $15 a month. But the bottom line, in my opinion, is that of the market of people who were willing to play these games and pay to play these games, there was only so much of a market to get. It was a very finite amount of consumers willing to shell out that kind of money every month to play. Now, here's the thing. When you're playing a game like an MMO where there's a $15 charge a month, you're going to want to get the most out of your time, right? So you make a character or two or 10, and you're paying $15 a month for access to the servers so that you can play in this massive multiplayer online role-playing game, right? So when you're shelling out that kind of money, a lot of people, especially for people uh, where the money's kind of tight and 15 bucks a month is not easy to come by but they really want to play the game they're not exactly going to want to jeopardize or uh what's a better term uh or or split up divide their attention between multiple games right so you're spending all this time in world of warcraft for example and you're leveling up all to number seven and this one's going to be different right because you really want to make that hunter this time or whatever. And all of a sudden, another game hits the market. We'll call it, you know, MMO Wild, Wildstar Craft Rift, you know. And they want 15 bucks a month to play. Now you say, okay, well, looks like a fun game. I'll pay them 15 bucks a month to play their game. But now you run into this problem where it's like, I'm paying $15 a month to one company to play their game. And I'm also paying $15 a month to this other company to play their game. Which one do I play? So a lot of times what people would do is they say, well, I'm going to try this new Wild Warcraft Star Rift game that just came out. So what I'll do is I'll suspend my account on my other game and then move money over to there. And this is where the problem starts, where you didn't have an increase in the market. You just had a change. People started moving money around. They'll say, well, I have $15 a month I'm spending on this game. I'll I'll suspend my account. I'm not going to cancel entirely. I'm just going to stop paying them. I'll let my account, my account uh, uh, lapse, and I'm not going to pay them. And I'll play this game for a couple of months for my $15 a month and see how it goes. So the, 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 the overall industry of MMOs wasn't making more money. It was just spreading it out. It was just thinning out who was paying for what game. And you also ran into the problem with was because there were so many of them, there were so many different games to try and play, that you had a very watered-down social experience on these games because there was a much smaller audience. There was a much smaller player base. So trying to find groups or trying to find raids or what have you, whatever that game may have in terms of its uh, co-op-type gameplay, you were running into a problem of finding people to play with. Even if you had your friends, you know, your friends were playing, but they were playing a different game. They were they were, they were MMO nerds just like you, but they weren't playing Warcraft Star Rift. They were playing, you know, World of Warcraft, or they were playing, 
you know, whatever. They were playing some other game. So trying to get all your friends to play the same game at the same time, all willing to shell out 15 bucks a month, that was a Herculean effort for a lot of people. And that's when you started seeing the free-to-play model starting to show up. So long story short, too late. Over the next 10 years after, not even, maybe 5 years after the Wrath of the Lich King expansion of World of Warcraft, you started to see the MMO market die off. Now, is that the only reason? Is it simply because it wasn't profitable? I'd say partly yes. I'd say partly it's because it wasn't very profitable. uh, Because, you know, MMORPGs are very expensive to make. And you run into the problem where you invest all this money. Star Wars, uh, what was it called? Um... Oh, geez, the name of the game eludes me. Uh, uh, Knights Knights of the Republic or uh, the Old Republic, whatever it was. The MMO one. I forget what it's called. You guys would be like, corpse, you don't remember? I, I even played it. Well made, very expensive. Problem is not very successful for some reason. I still play today. I mean, I know there's people who still play it, but it doesn't have the viewer, uh, the viewer base, the, the, the player base it once had. Uh, and it'll never have the player base World of Warcraft once had. In fact, World of Warcraft doesn't have the player base World of Warcraft once had. The The market around MMOs seems to be dying. And I have a couple of theories on that. These are just theories, granted, but they are my theories, and that's all that matters, right? Okay. My first theory is that World of Warcraft started to become extremely popular right around the same time the social media boom happened. This is around the time when Facebook started to become extremely popular. MySpace was already dominating the scene. Facebook was just barely a college student program uh, or project over in, you know, wherever college it was developed in. I don't even know. Uh, Twitter was a what? What's, what's, what, what, was that a curse word? Did you just call me a name? Like these types of things were still very foreign, but they were starting to build up. They were starting to grow. And the idea of social media was becoming very popular all of a sudden. When Facebook started to become the thing to do, Twitter became the thing to do. Uh, There was this need to be as connected with as many people as possible. Having the most followers was a thing. It kind of still is, but not to the degree it was uh, five or six years ago. We're, we're talking uh, back then. I mean, it was a big deal. I'd say even further than that, maybe about eight years ago. You wanted all the followers, right? You wanted all those followers. You wanted uh, as many likes as possible, as many retweets as possible, things of that nature. <clears throat> so World of Warcraft was one of those things where you could all of a sudden now be social and share your experiences with people, even on Facebook and whatnot. Blizzard saw this. Blizzard knew this. And that's why at one point they even integrated World of Warcraft to post right to your Facebook page, your Facebook profile. Uh, you could, uh, the, the buddy list, they, they, that's when Battle.net, right around the same time, Battle.net went to the real ID system or whatever they called it. I forget the exact name where it was displaying your actual name. I remember the big uh, outcry about that, where people were like, I'm never doing that! Guess what? They did it. Uh, the, that was when Blizzard started to really push the interconnectivity between games, where all of a sudden now you could message people directly through uh, Battle.net, regardless of what game they were playing, from one game to another game. They started doing this real ID thing, or whatever again they called it. 
And that was part of the phenomenon that was the MMO genre at the time. And I think, you know, obviously, World of Warcraft, like I said, was the most popular. But with the, but with the fallout of that, social media became less and less popular. The, the novelty had worn off. And while, yes, people, well, there's still millions of people on Facebook and a lot of people still on Twitter and Reddit and all these other various social media platforms... A lot of people also unplugged. A lot of people, including myself, were like, you know what, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And while I still am on Twitter, mainly just to read the occasional shit post from some viewer or whatnot, I really don't keep up with the Joneses, and I don't have a Facebook page, and I used to, not anymore. A lot of people started to unplug. A lot of people were like, you know what? This was cool in all the first few years as this was around. But you know what? I don't want people to know my business. And I really don't care what you had for lunch today. And I certainly don't want to see a picture of it before or after you ate it. Thank you. So, long story short again, too late. I have a feeling that the MMO genre started to die off around the same time that the social media boom started to die off. The idea of being social with people, the idea of being connected and telling stories and going on raids with strangers and making new friends, and people don't want to do that anymore. For whatever reason, people don't want to do that anymore. But more damning to the MMO genre, more than the saturated market, and way more than the social media boom die-off around 2010-ish, 2012-ish is when it started to slow down a little bit, is the 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 third thing that I think the largest reason why MMO the MMO genre started to die off is because it became a joke. They they're not the same games anymore. Uh, they World of Warcraft the 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 de-evolution of World of Warcraft over the years, despite all the advancements quote unquote that they made for that game, the dumbing down quote unquote the dumbing down of the experience, the dumbing down of the content the dumbing down of the gameplay, and World of Warcraft wasn't the only one. A lot of games became very theme parky. You've heard that term before, I'm sure, where it's not really an MMORPG. There's something I call MMOGs. They're massive multiplayer online games. Take the RP out of RPG because there's no role-playing in these games. It just doesn't exist. You might as well... I mean, yeah, sure, on World of Warcraft, there are a couple of servers here or there where people actually try to role-play in character, but the game does not really facilitate that. It's just people forcing it to happen. It's almost like the role-play servers for Grand Theft Auto V. Yes, they exist. Yes, there's role-play, but would you call Grand Theft Auto a role-playing game? I wouldn't. It's not really a can but again, can you role play in it? Yeah, you could role play in, in any game. You could role play in Counter Strike. I mean, and I'm sure people do. It wouldn't surprise me. the The issue, though, is that the MMORPG genre as a whole, in its objective outlook, isn't really an RPG. It, it never really was to the capacity that us old schoolers would regard an RPG. There's no decisions really to make. There's no way to affect the storyline. There's really no way to, to to affect the world in any meaningful way. You're just kind of going through the motions and going to the next boss and looking for the next loot and things of that nature. You're not really doing anything meaningful. You're just kind of you're just kind of experiencing the content as the content creators deliver it to you. Oh, look, patch 3.1.2.7 is out. 
You know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. You get to, you get to go fight boss number 294 and gear this set will drop. Do you have the guts to take on guts? What guts? It's just a matter of banging our head against this wall until it finally dies. And then we do that week in, week out until we get everything we need for everybody in the guild. And then we just wait for the next patch to come out so that we can go and do the exact same thing again. Nothing really has changed. And you know what? The story would have continued whether our guild beat this boss or not. That's not like, oh, you know, nobody, uh, no guild will ever beat this boss. And it actually would have been kind of interesting if Blizzard actually had done something like that where they put a boss in the game that was so incredibly difficult that if somebody beat it, the story would go in one direction, but if nobody ever beat it, it would never change. Imagine if the Lich King fight at the end of Wrath of the Lich King. Imagine if it was such an incredibly difficult fight, borderline impossible, where Blizzard was never expecting anybody to ever beat him. And the story could not progress until some, some guild out there actually beats him. And then you know what? He's dead. He's dead. And if your guild goes up to the Ice Crown Citadel to go find the Lich King, you know what you find? His body. He's dead. Well, that's not fair. How can my guild... But again, that's that's an RPG. There's persistence. There's no persistence in World of Warcraft, nor is is there any persistence in a lot of other MMORPGs. It's a choose your own adventure, turn the page to the appropriate thing. You know, like again, World of Warcraft as a prime example. You go to Wrath of the Lich King and you're fighting the Lich King. Meanwhile, Illidan has already been killed, right? You killed Illidan. You go back to the uh, Outlands, and the Outlands are like as if it never happened. It's like again, it's all very uh, theme parky, and I know why they do it. I get it. I understand the, the reasoning behind that, but it's 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 lame. It's it's very shallow. It's a very hollow experience. There's a lot of suspension of disbelief as to why this is even remotely like this. So, with that, I'd say one of the biggest detriments to the MMO genre and why you really don't see any quality MMOs on the on the market these days. Don't even get me started on Black Desert. <gasps> oh God. Uh, that that is why you don't see quality MMOs anymore because nobody wants to put in the effort to mac- actually make one. They don't want to make that. It's too hard. And I understand that. It is. It's too hard to make a game like that and these developers don't want to put in the effort. They don't. They just want to make a game that you can just turn on, play, and be done with it. They don't want to have to make a game where you actually have to make meaningful decisions or be responsible for your decisions or your actions. They don't want to have to actually do any of that. They just want you to go about and kill things, collect bear asses, and turn them into the quest giver. That's pretty much what they want. And sure, what they'll do in the future, and there's, like I said, the newer ones that are coming out, they'll, they'll embellish a little bit on these ideas. They'll try to add more to it. Oh, well, you know, there's a there's a strategy element now and there's a PVP element now and oh, there's there's sieges and stuff. Ugh. Yeah, but that doesn't really add anything to the RPG aspect of your MMO RPG. That's just more activities to get involved in that are completely unrelated to one another. Again, I don't mean the rail on World of Warcraft, but I'm going to because it's the most popular MMO ever made. Arenas. What did arenas do? Did did the arena PvP matches have any bearing on anything in the game? No. No. I mean, it got you gear. But that gear was only really useful for more arenas and and battlegrounds. Like, battlegrounds. What did battlegrounds serve? Nothing. Not really. And then they started making the proper... They started taking the right steps forward when they did the uh, 
the battle zones. Uh, what was the name of that one? In, uh, oh, what the hell was it called? I can't remember now. Uh, in Wrath of the Lich King, there was that one place. Uh, I, I, mines of, I can't remember the name of the zone. But there was this, what, the one zone that was basically a battleground. And every every uh, uh, few hours, I guess, or whatever, it would unlock. And you could you know, win for the Horde or for the Alliance and... And that was a that was a, a step in the right direction. That was a that was a neat idea. Like, oh wow, an entire zone that could be controlled by by a single faction. Wow, would they, thinking that maybe Blizzard would take the extra step and have it mean something. It it didn't mean anything. It just opened up a couple of vendors, and those vendors were for PvP gear mostly, like and maybe some heirloom stuff. I think at one point. Again, it, meaning meaningless combat, meaningless PvP, meaningless in every sense of the word, except for maybe the bragging rights, I suppose, if there's anything to brag about. It was just one of those things, another missed opportunity, and a lot of these MMORPGs, quote-unquote, oh, I'm sorry, MMOGs, a lot of these games do the same thing. A lot of meaningless PvP with no real consequence to winning or losing. It's just drivel. But you beat them. I don't care. Like, but you won. Who cares? It doesn't mean anything. It's meaningless. It's a meaningless victory. But you got points. Meaningless points. Unless I'm getting a trophy for like, like a real trophy mailed to my house at the end of the season. I really don't give a crap. Nobody cares. I don't even care. If I don't even care, sure as shit, nobody else on the internet gives a crap about my meaningless minor achievement of winning the daily battleground activities in a in a game that whatever nobody cares about this meaningless pvp it has no effect on the player base of the game as a whole the outcome of this battle meant nothing the outcome of this arena match meant nothing and you know what maybe in some other mmos that i haven't played fully maybe the pvp has a longer lasting effect maybe there was something in in guild wars on uh i'm sorry guild wars 2 or maybe something in elder scrolls online maybe there was something in there i didn't know i didn't really play elder scrolls online all that much so maybe maybe their pvp was different i don't know from what i remember reading it wasn't it's the same nonsense. You go in, you fight other players, you win, you lose. Who cares? It doesn't matter. There's no consequence to the victory or the defeat. And you move on with your day. So what did they do? A lot of these MMOs, they just kept adding in more things like that. Oh, look, more PvP. Oh, look, more PvE. Oh, look, more raids to go on. More more, more bosses to fight. More more gear to collect. But but to what end? What is the goal here? Are we, are we changing? Are we reshaping the world? Are we... Are we moving the political spectrum back and forth? Is, will the Horde or the Alliance dominate the Eastern Kingdoms or the or Kalimdor continent? Will 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 the King of Stormwind die or will 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 Thrall back when he was the war chief? Will Thrall be dethroned by the hand of the Plet? No, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. None of that matters. It's it's all the same crap. It's all about just get gear, go on raids, rinse, repeat until you get the better gear, which you can go on better raids. And then if you're like, well, I don't really care about raiding. Okay, well, then you go to PvP, you kill the players until you get the points to buy the better gear so that you can be better killing players. And then you kill the better players and you get better gear. And you just keep doing that until nobody really gives a shit about your game because it's a meaningless, repetitive 
nothing. It's just, it's it has no bearing on the game as a whole. The game itself, in this respect, is nothing more than a venue by which multiple different activities are opened up for you, like, a, like an amusement park, like a theme park. Welcome to the World of Warcraft theme park! We have the teacups over here, we have the roller coaster of doom over here, and over here you can go in the arena and get meaningless fucking points for meaningless fucking gear that will be meaningless fucking fucking gear again when the next patch or the next expansion is released in only a couple of months oh goody i'm so glad that i can spend hours if not months of my time doing something that will essentially mean nothing and i'm paying you monthly to do it again i think this is mainly why the mmo genre is dying no, screw that. It's dead. It's fucking dead. The genre is done. These other games coming out, Crowfall, the Black Desert Online that came out, what, a year and a half ago in the United States? These games are... They're, they're done. They're done. Because it's been done before. There's nothing left. All they are, all these games are, is another way to do the same thing, which is just more mindless pve and more mindless pvp with no actual effect on anything and if there is an effect it's reset i watched the video of the developers talking about crowfall and they're like yes and when after the end of the battle the everything resets on the server and you guys go do it again what well then what's the point so we can have our little victory for about a day or two, and then it goes back to being every, every season. It just, like, there's seasons. Like, oh, okay, so is it a competitive game, or is it an MMO? Is it an MMORPG, or isn't it? Well, it's not fair to new players when they come in, and there's these really strong guys. Well, who said it? What? It's an MMORPG. If it's an RPG, that's supposed to be a role-playing game, and it's supposed to be role-playing a character... And everyone's supposed to be on equal footing at all times. Then, 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 what's the point in gaining power? What is the point in gaining wealth and power if you're always on the same level as everybody else? Eventually, you know what would have been interesting in World of Warcraft, the games like that. Imagine if there was no level cap, no level cap at all. Now, granted, the levels would get harder and harder exponentially to go up, but imagine if there was no level cap. And you could just keep gaining power and wealth and influence. They say, well, well, what if some guy just sits there and grinds his ass out until he gets up to level 3004? Well, you could put in a mechanic like dying, you lose a little bit of experience so that there's some... Oh, oh my God, it's terrible. Well, you know, hey, that would help uh, uh, people gang up on the big powerful guy and try to, you know, bring him down and overthrow and... You could put mechanics in place that have a level based on assets, and if your assets start to dwindle because you're being pillaged and sieged by other players, there's all kinds of creative ways to go about it where you don't have to put a level cap in place, where you could put some meaning behind dying and living. You could put some meaning behind getting that better gear, getting that gold, or killing that boss, or killing the other player. You could put some meaning behind it, rather than just, I killed you, and... That's it. Okay. That's why MRPGs are dead. 
because there's no meaning to it. It's meaningless. And that's a shame because, frankly, it was my favorite genre to play back when it had, you know, uh, some kind of the youth to it and promise. And we were just waiting for the technology to catch up with what we wanted to do. It's like, yes, yes, MMOs in 10 years will be amazing. Oh, my God. I remember asking myself this very question and discussing this with other gamers when we played World of Warcraft back in the days of vanilla. Could, guys, this game is amazing, and it was. Could you imagine what World of Warcraft's going to look like in 10 years? I remember asking that question of the guild I was in, and that time has come and gone, and look what World of Warcraft is after 12 years. Ugh. Wow. They, a few steps back, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. In fact, not only did they take a few steps back in some locations, in, in most places, they didn't move anywhere. They just made it look prettier. Oh, yeah, it looks better. Kinda. A little bit here and there. Gameplay is the same, if not worse, in some places. I mean, it's just it's it's a shame. The technology was there. They could have done such a some so many amazing things with the game, and they ended up just falling back on their laurels, resting there, saying, Well, this is what the players want. No, no, that wasn't what the players wanted. That was what the the noisy people on the forums wanted. You didn't actually you didn't actually give the people what they wanted. You gave the you gave the noisy people in the forums what they wanted, and you pretty much sabotaged your own game to turn it into a laughing stock. Now, if you tell somebody you play World of Warcraft, you almost have to be in like a, in some sort of twelve step program. Like, hi, my name is John Smith, and I play World of Warcraft. Hi, John. Uh, it's been seven hundred and forty-seven hours since I last made an alt. Like, oh, well, you're so brave. You know, that's the that's where we're at now. Why? Because it's it's embarrassing to be. be I play World of Warcraft. People stand with their breath. You go. So, what games you play? Oh, I've been playing uh, the latest. Uh, like, even people people would rather admit they play Call of Duty before they admit that they play World of Warcraft. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that new Call of Duty game. What else have you been playing? World of Warcraft. Like, they have to mumble it because it's like that, you know. Or what they'll do is if they do play MMOs, they'll just name something that's like some Korean offshoot. Like, oh, I play uh, I play Forsaken Worlds. Never heard of it. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're almost getting hipsterish with their games. Anyway, I'm rambling on right now. I've been rambling this whole episode. But, again, I, I would say that for anybody out there who's like, oh, I hope they bring back MMORPGs, I wouldn't hold my breath. I really wouldn't hold my breath. It's going to take a very wealthy, very um, edgy company who really wants to take massive risks and put out something that truly is an MMORPG. And I don't see any company with those kinds of resources or that kind of dedication in the in existence right now, I don't I don't think it's possible. Maybe maybe in the future when the technology is there to make this a little easier, so it's less expensive to produce. I don't see it happening anytime soon, though, guys. But hey, I've been wrong before. I could be wrong again, but I would put money on it that I'm that I'm not. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Corpse Lot, and I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs>